0: Jewish audio on Kaban.org. Good morning and welcome to today's Tanya portion for the 13th of Adar Rishon as we make our way slowly but surely through chapter 29, which deals with a situation where a person is feeling what we might call apathy or dullness of the heart. He's unable to be spiritually motivated. He just doesn't feel spiritual. So we learned earlier that we're taking the guidance of the head of the Torah Academy in Gan Eden on high. In heaven, they have a Torah Academy. And there's a head of the Academy, a dean of admissions. He deals with tuition. So he said, the head of this Academy said, What happens to a person who suffers dullness of the heart? What happens when we can't become motivated spiritually, when we're not moved by matters spiritual? The answer is, use the imagery of a man who's trying to build a fire in a fireplace. You have a log that is a big, thick log. You're trying to kindle The log, ignite the log with your matches or lighter or your newspaper, whatever it is you're using for kindling, and it just doesn't catch. Do you need more fire? Should you go out and get a blowtorch? The answer is no. The blowtorch will probably hit your drapes before it ignites the log. You take the log outside, you take your axe, your hatchet, and you chop it up into smaller pieces. It'll ignite no problem. Said the head of the academy on high, if a person feels dullness of the heart, it's because his body is too coarse. He's too involved in pleasure-seeking and experiencing the pleasures of this world. He needs to chop up the body a little bit. And we're learning over the past few days various methods, and we learned yesterday that one of them is to have a talk with oneself and tell oneself God created all types of creations, lions and tigers and leopards and mice and rats and roaches, and they all do what they're supposed to do. Except for you, the human being, God created you to serve God. And here, instead of serving God, you're involving yourself and devoting yourself to pleasure-seeking. So therefore, this talk is like the chopping up of the coarse, thick piece of wood into smaller pieces because the inflated ego of the evil inclination has to be deflated. And the way to do that is to give it a and cup to hit the evil inclination, the animal soul over the head. What if a person tells himself, I'm not so bad, I'm a good guy. So now begins today's Tanya, 127-128, about 12 or 13 lines from the top. The third word, in the English, the first triangle, or Befrat, most especially, Kishayi when a person will recall, Tumas nafshe the sins, or the impurity, the defilement of his soul, Bechatoi with the sins of his youth, as he sinned during his youth, if we look into the teachings of Torah and Kabbalah, the defilement that has brought about sins of youth, the hapgam and the nicks and scratches and dents, which were brought about on high, because every Jew has a soul. The soul is part here and part on high. When we nick and dent that, the soul's root source is dented and nicked on high. So we cause damage with every act of defilement. But that was a long time ago. Why should I be concerned with the sins of my youth? That's when I was 18, and now I'm 88. Because we talk about on high to Hashem, time is secondary. The essence of on high transcends time. There is no time. Time is an imposition. In a sense, it's as if one sinned today, despite the fact that from 18 to 88, 70 years went by. To Hashem, 70 years doesn't mean anything. Because yesterday and 70 years ago is today. All right, so if time is not important because on high, time doesn't play a role, what about repentance? The shekvaros This person already did appropriate repentance. And we have a teaching that says repentance cleanses sin. So my sins have been cleansed. I repented. Why are you still holding them against me? That was a long time ago. And I cleansed my slate with repentance. The answer is, the main thrust of the process of tshuva, of repentance is not some external act, of fasting, or crying, or verbal statements—those are all nice, but tshuva, repentance, is an experience of the heart. It's when the heart regrets and the heart repents. Do you know how many layers the human heart has? It's like an onion. It just keeps. On layering more and more, what I accomplish today is great for today, but it's nothing for tomorrow. It depends where the man is now, it depends where the person is now, depending upon the person or the fee has man the time, in the place ki In other words, when it comes to repentance and when it comes to spiritual matters, it's all about context. In what context are you? Because it's possible in yesterday's context you repented. In today's context, you've got to start all over again. And therefore, well, how do you know I'm not in a state of repentance right now? How do I know you're not in a state of repentance right now? The Altar Rebbe says, obviously because you're experiencing dullness of the heart. Because you're in an apathetic mood. People who are in a state of repentance are anything but though of the heart, anything are experiencing a, a, a sense of vibrancy, a sense of spiritual sensitivity. and therefore Akshav <speaking> necessarily now. Bishazu at this moment, me where he sees within himself <Hebrew> lo Salik to quote the expression of on high, where the light, the fire of the soul, is not penetrating the log. Miklal, this is proof positive. That today, his repentance is not being accepted because he's feeling a dullness of the heart. And his sins are causing a separation. It says that the sin of a person creates an iron curtain between him and God. That's one possibility. And therefore, if the person says, I don't sin now because I'm a Benini, it's only when I was young maybe. The answer is when you were young is right now on high. So therefore, you really need to become spiritually sensitized by crushing the arrogance of impurity. There's another possibility. Hey, the other possibility why the dullness of the heart came about now. Because from on high they want to cause him to climb the ladder to a higher rung of tshuva. Tshuva is in steps. Tshuva means to return closer and closer and closer. It's progressive, it's a process. So today we feel this so we can climb even higher from the depth of one's heart. To dig deeper in the heart, and that's why this message is coming to us today, feeling dullness of the heart, so we can cause an awakening which will lead us to a more profound chuba experience. But what's important to know is that time stands still on high. On the lighter side, there's a cute saying. This fellow comes to God and he says, I learned that that God, in your eyes, a thousand years is like a day. Is it true? God says, absolutely. He says, well, God, if a thousand years is like a day in your eyes, do me a favor. Lend me a million dollars for a day. God says, you got it. Tomorrow. Therefore, King David says, This is part of the verbiage in chapter 51 of Tehillim. That's the chapter of repentance. says, King David, my sin is always before me. And the question is, what does this mean? Why is our sin before us? We repent, we wipe off the sin. The answer is, that was yesterday. Today, perhaps, we have to repent all over again because it's a progressive state of ascendancy, this shuva, this return process. So if we're feeling dullness of the heart today, we have to ask ourselves, is there something more we need to do today? End of today's Tanya portion.